everybody, welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 79 of year two, and do we have not a lot of news for you, we're not going to lie to you, um, but we do have news, we have more Snyder news, because it looks like we're gearing up for a uh, trailer here coming pretty soon. We got some HBO Max news uh, for Peacekeeper and possibly CW collabs. And then, of course, we got a new comic series, or I should say an old comic series, making a return. And then we got comics. But let's go ahead and just dive, I guess, straight into this Snyder news, since uh, it's the biggest thing we got. So, Yeah, so uh, with that, of course, we all knew that Jared Leto was going to be in the Zack Snyder's Justice League. To what capacity? We're not entirely sure. Those who are on the inside kind of know the lowdown onto it. And uh, if you don't want to know, go ahead and skip about a minute or two. I'm just going to say it right now. Three, two, one. He is going to be, um, he's supposedly going to be in a like nightmare scene teaming up with Batman and Deathstroke. Like that's what has been all over the place even before the Zack Snyder's Justice League was announced. So we can see in some sort of capacity that's what he will be. Um we got a small tease of him with a very blurry photo and then a really close up on the very classic Joker card that we talked about last week. Yeah. This was a full reveal face and all. Um, I sent this to your discord and you were like, yeah, I don't like it. So I don't like the long hair. I think this long hair is stupid. Okay. Um, okay. I, his face looks good. Cause I got rid of the tattoos. They got rid of all the tattoos. That's yeah. like the biggest thing everybody's talking about. No, now, the face looks good. It's just the hair looks stupid. Like it just looks dumb. I I can I can just throw it to okay. If this is in the nightmare scene or whatever, then you know of course he is just not really caring about bathing or anything else. Like I'm sure not a whole lot of people are, or like resources are very minimum. You know, mm-hmm. so he to does- be fair, Deathstroke and Bruce Wayne have very nice haircuts. In the fucking yeah. apocalypse, so. yeah. The apocalypse scene, he has yeah. like a stroke, has like a shaved head or whatever. So yeah. I totally like. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, this yeah. is this is Joker's hygiene, though. Not mm-hmm. Deathstroke's, not Batman's. So there's that. But that's what I'm equating it to. And people are like, oh, what? What do you think he's gonna have? Dark hair color, like black or something? Mm-hmm. I think it'll be like a shade of green. Um, with all the dust and dirt in it so it'll look kind of mangy or whatever yeah. but we will i think we will get a hint of green in it yeah i mean obviously the reason why it's long is because he more than likely has to keep it long for other roles because this wasn't a big role it's just like more of like a cameo thing or a couple day shoots or i don't know how long he was there but i doubt he was there that long and so there's no point in him cutting his hair like the joker when he has other roles that may require long hair so I totally get why he has it. I just think it looks stupid. I've never liked Joker with long hair, even in the comics. Like when he's had a ponytail and stuff like that, I've never There liked was it. one reiteration of Joker with long hair that I thought was weird, but it played well with the animation that it was in. There mm-hmm. was The Batman. Where See, he I had, hate that one. He had like dreadlocks or whatever. I didn't yeah. like it at first. Mm-hmm. but on like- But that's the real cartoony one, one right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't stand that one. So I never I, finished that series. Oh, I see. I really enjoyed it because at the very end of the series, like small mm-hmm. spoiler for like an almost 10 year old show or whatever. But at the very end, it was basically going to turn into um, just like how the Timverse turned into Batman, Superman, and then the Justice League. Yeah. This one was turning into a Justice League, like okay. the last arc of the show 
was a Justice League team up, and like mm-hmm. it, it, it never came to fruition. So it was it, it was kind of disappointing there. But yeah. there was one movie from that franchise that was Batman uh, versus Dracula, mm-hmm. and they make Joker a vampire. And okay. he is like super freaky. He's like crawling all over the walls and stuff. And just with the way he looks with the long hair, it really plays well there. But I okay. totally understand. This is completely different. Um, he has what looks like a butcher's like freaking, uh, what would you coat, call it? Uh, trench coat? Trench coat or um, what is it that nurses wear? Um, Aprons? Or scrubs? No, scrubs. It's like, mm. a, it's like a butcher scrub thing with like the gloves of course we don't see any color because it's all black and white i think those gloves will be purple um just kind of playing off of the tropes of joker of course yeah Uh, but i'm excited i'm excited to see like those two characters finally interact in that universe because that was something that we still haven't seen Mm -hmm. and so it looks really really cool now with this in the article zach Snyder did say that he doesn't think and there is no plans for Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this can totally change if there is a huge change in HBO Max's numbers as far as subscribers, and there's a lot of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who do have wishful thinking for Part 2, don't give up hope yet. Just, you know, we'll see what happens. I will be satisfied either way because we got to see at least a part of his vision mm-hmm. and I'm totally down for it, you know, but would I like to see the entire thing? Yeah, I would. So there's that um, on the day of the Super Bowl. There was a literal three second video, which was a teaser trailer for the trailer that's going to drop on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And he put out like an actual date and time and all that stuff. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but just be on the lookout for that, guys. Um, as well as he dropped a teaser again, uh, even today, as uh, while we were recording, not while we were recording, but the day we were recording this, um, he dropped a teaser that had uh, more scenes of the uh, Batmobile. We got to see a awesome, angry Superman in the black suit. It looks nice like i'm super excited about this uh trailer and of course like i've said several times already for the movie so so are you gonna watch it what the trailer yeah because you were questioning it last i was i was questioning it last time um i might i might as well um because i'll go ahead and say it now um it's not out yet uh be on the lookout for it i will post a uh a link with the trailer, that's what I will do on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I will post a link to my brand new Etsy shop. I do have some awesome Zack Snyder. I was about to say freaking, I don't know. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League cups that I have been making. Um, a couple of my friends, um, they decided to purchase it beforehand to see how well it ships and all of that. Um, shipped them out today. They should be getting it by the time... Uh, the trailer comes out, which nice. is awesome. Um, but the reasoning why I'm putting out these cups is because, you know, for me personally, whenever I go see a movie for, you know, superheroes, I usually mm-hmm. go buy those like awesome themed cups. Yeah. I can't do that this year because COVID. So I decided to make my own theme cup. 
And I was like, I can mass produce these. And it's been working out pretty well. So nice. I will be posting a link to that shop with the trailer on Sunday. That is when I am debuting the shop. So keep an eye out for that. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, um, the funny thing about the Leto thing is since Snyder also changed one of... Um, like, he changed a little bit about the Joker. Obviously, it's a nightmare thing, so it's different. I wonder if, like, Ayers is like, fuck. Like, everybody's changing my fucking... My shit. That's Which, what I was thinking also. Because, like, to be honest, the tattoos were the stupidest thing in Ayers' movie. Like, I don't mind the the grill teeth because I was like, all right, you can kind of make sense of that because he's got his ass kicked so much, he's probably lost teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, I was totally fine with that. But the tattoos were just, like, over the top. And I was like, uh, one or two would have been fine, but, like, damaged and all this other stuff. Like, he tried to make it too gritty. And See, I want to know what relationship Ayer has with tattoos because... Well, he's big into Latino culture, which, yeah. is he a Latino? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I w- know either. I want to look and see because a lot of his characters in his mm-hmm. movies, um, there there is usually one specific character that it has a significant tattoo or all tatted up or whatever. Yeah. So I would like to know what kind of relationship he has, whether it be with Mexican culture or just tattoos in general. Yeah, I really don't know, but he is really into it. But since Suicide Squad, he has not made a good movie. So um, I'm not saying Suicide, not I'm since I should say since Fury because Fury was good. But since he made Suicide, I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen uh, what was it? Bright on Netflix. Yeah, Bright's not good. I like I like the concept (laughs) of it, but it's it's not good. It's not. I mean, unfortunately, but um, and I'm pretty sure I said good things about it, but. I just like the concept of it, but yeah, it wasn't a good movie per se. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting too. I was like, mm, they're kind of just shitting on all of air stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, since we are, t- that will be the next thing on HBO. So we got Peacekeeper news, apparently. Yes. And what is, what does this hold up? So Peacekeeper series is targeted for January 26th, uh, January 2020. Uh, sorry. Ugh. January 2022. There's too many twos in there. Holy shit. Um, On HBO Max. So it says here, um, this is uh, Bloys. uh, Casey Bloys, head of the content for both HBO and HBO Max, sat down with Hollywood Reporter to discuss the upcoming projects. Everything kicked off with discussion of multiple Game of Thrones spinoffs. It seems there is a big plan for DC as well, saying, I just started to get involved with DC content in August. Peacemaker is one of the first shows I greenlit and one of the first shows coming out in January 2022. Nice. So that's going to be in production for two. Well, hopefully it'll only be in production because of COVID for mm-hmm. anywhere from six to nine months, yeah. um, just like a feature film. Um, but with safety precautions and of course, because we knew now have this UK strand going all over the place now, um, mm-hmm. very minimal, thank goodness, but it's possible that it could spread. So yeah. just, you know, I, sh- I don't expect a lot of these productions to just go all the way through. I do expect them to halt at some point, at least one or two more times to be completely honest. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think this is awesome. Uh, that would leave it right after Batman. No, 
sorry, because Batman got moved to 2022, right? Yes. Um, yeah, it would lead it right after. Speaking of that, though, we didn't write this down in our notes, but you sent me that news about the crossover. Yes. For Batman. That is correct. That is correct. You just, rem- yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally forgot um, about that. So, what is this confirming that the movie will cross over with the show? Like, Batman's going to be in the show? Not necessarily Batman, but characters from the Batman. So, of course, we will most likely get Gordon if, you know, they decide to bring in a character that uh, is new to the movie, of course, mm-hmm. they're going to want to elaborate on that character. So it would give them a really good chance to build that character via the HBO Max show. Yeah. So, okay. I feel like it's a missed opportunity if they don't have Batman in it. Um, but like we said, we don't want him completely in it. We don't want no, it to no, be no, a no. Batman show. One scene, you can end the show with him. You know what I mean? Like showing up or whatever at the very scene. Because this is year one. It is year one. We can possibly see like teases of the Batman. And then at the very end, we see like him in full costume. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what what I'm thinking would be the best thing. But yeah, I do assume it's going to be a lot of cops. The one thing that does worry me with that mindset of like, we'll introduce people in the movies and then we'll grow them in the show is their appearance in the movie might be pointless and that's something i'm worried about because i hate when characters are introduced and there's not really done nothing's really done with them you know what i mean yeah like, it's just like i can eh. see that so yeah. like i don't want them to introduce somebody that seems like they're gonna have a big part but you're like find out on the show you know what i mean like next time on dragon ball z and shit and and here's the thing with that i think the test for that would be something like a um, Falcon Wonder Soldier or Wonder Vision. We don't know how well a character plot point or even a character story is going to affect movies. Now, of yeah. course, everybody sees this as, oh, this is the MCU, but mm-hmm. general audience may not be watching Wonder Vision. So yeah. we'll see how well that translates for when we see all those characters in Wonder Vision or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. in the movies so i guess that would be something yeah it'd be very interesting i mean they spent money on the super bowl ads to promote those things so we'll see I- i'm interested to see those numbers of who's watching what um but yeah so uh i i'm gonna be i'm glad that they confirmed that because you know we we cw tried it with the flash thing that they did you know kind of crossing those over i've always been adamant that i don't give a shit about the cw anymore but you are telling me that there is news about HBO and CW working together. Yes. So um, I think one of the biggest uh, indications of this is, of course, the very new Superman and Lois show. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that trailer, I highly recommend it. The very last trailer that uh, debuted recently, or at least the last two. This show does not look like any other show on CW. And Hmm. I think the reasoning is, is because they're throwing a little bit of that HBO max money on it. Um, It, the, the shades of like, it it very, like every single thing that you could see as like a good thing with man of steel and BVS in regards to Superman, Hmm. it is shown in that trailer. So it is very much something that even people who don't like CW looked at it and like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah. They changed the costume uh, on Superman. Everything 
looks great. So that's one indication here. But the actual news is that HBO Max and CW are discussing co-financing for original shows. According to the report from Deadline, HBO Max and CW are in talks to co-finance new original series. Currently, the plan calls for the series to debut on HBO Max and then be aired the following day on the CW. So a, uh, uh, what was it? A uh, Like Stargirl. Yeah, that's the one I was legitimately thinking of. Stargirl was one of the first DC shows to do this. Uh, it debuted, I believe, on Sundays, Sunday night technically, um, Mm -hmm. on uh, the DC Universe app, and then it debuted Monday for uh, CW. So we could see more DC shows pop up pretty soon on HBO Max, and then I don't don't think we'll see Peacemaker on CW. Mm -mm. That was that that weird-ass rumor that James Gunn uh, kicked or, like, uh, debunked. Yeah. He was like, there's no way you wouldn't be able to get a minute of our show onto CW. Yeah. But some shows in the future we could see show up on the CW. But this is only in talks right now. There's nothing confirmed for this. But because there is evidence of it being done in the past, I wouldn't, you know, say no to this idea. Yeah. I just, you know, I mean, we don't need to go into it anymore. I made my feelings very apparent on CW. Um I just don't want them to affect, like, I would hate for, like, Blue Beetle on the CW. And you're like, motherfucker, like, if we could have just got that on HBO Max. But that's what I mean, though. It would show up on HBO Max first. It would be an HBO Max show. But you got to remember, for it to make it onto CW, they're going to have to put those limits in the show for HBO Max. And to, they basically have to make the show maybe a little bit high, but higher quality, but with the CW rules in place. Well, I would have to go back and try to see what they did with Swamp Thing because Swamp Thing ended up on CW and that is definitely not a CW show. Yeah, but I'm trying to think, did Swamp Thing ever show like tits or anything? Like, I don't think they did. No, but neither did like Titans. No, well, Titans showed ass and stuff, but they showed that on the CW. Yeah. So like, but my thing is, is I just don't, I don't know. Cause they have to cut out you you have what fifteen minutes to cut out shit, right? The show's usually like forty minutes. About whereas HBO, uh, HBO is usually the full hour. Usually, usually. but um, recently I've been looking at some shows. They can go anywhere from like thirty eight minutes to fifty two minutes. They they kind of are lenient towards mm-hmm. the exact hour that it we would expect it to be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we would have to see how Swamp Thing is, but I just don't want them to... Because, again, the thing with Swamp Thing, though, is you had time to edit it. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be instant. Like, it's going to be next day stuff. So they're going to have to have the good, clean edit, I guess, beforehand. I don't know. I just don't like the idea of taking something that's meant to be more mature and trying to make it PG. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's just not the way it's meant to be watched. And if they're going to have to create stuff like that, I think it's just a more of a hindrance. You know what I mean? Because, like, they're not going to do that for the Batman show. They're not going to do it for Peacekeeper. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I think we've gotten, what, like, 10 years of the CW? Like, let's just have this new era of HBO Max shows. Like, on yeah. HBO Max. Yeah, I definitely want there to be a new era of, of HBO Max only. Because mm-hmm. from what we've seen... Um, Black Lightning is ending this season 
Um, mm-hmm. And that was announced even before like it was uh, debuted or anything. But we also got like a, a lot of, you know, uh, announcements for new seasons. Batwoman yeah. got a third season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow is on its seventh season. Who would have God. ever thought that show would ever make it past season two? It's yeah. insane. Um, but uh, Lois and uh, uh, Superman and Lois got uh, additional like two or three episodes on their first season. Um, and Flash also got an eighth season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. Um, CW just just won't die. It won't die. <laughs> um, but you know, people like those shows, so they're staying alive for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all the entertainment news we got. And the only other comic book news we got is a classic Batman series is coming back to digital first in the Legends of the Dark Knight. Now, I've heard I haven't read this whole series. I've read some of it. But I have heard that this is some of the best Batman writing from the past. I would, I would say yes. Um, yeah. So my introduction to Batman comics was Legends of the Dark Knight. It wasn't the solo Batman title. It wasn't Detective Comics. It was Legends of the Dark Knight. Um, it ran for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. So seeing it like not even here for a while i think the closest thing to it was in new 52 there was uh the dark knight comic that i think only lasted like 20 something issues it was awful yeah um and then there was um of course dark detective that's like the the closest thing to dark knight whatever um so having this and it will be a digital first um it does debut in april and then it will be collected in a physical format in May. So we will get one month of it, or not even one month, because I think it's in the middle of the month. But mm-hmm. just like every other digital first, I don't know how I feel about going from digital to physical, because they always want to try to sell like floppies still. I yeah. think we should wait it out until there's a full trade and then sell it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. I mean, it just seems a little wasteful. Obviously, they're trying to make as much money as possible. Mm -hmm. But just tack on a few extra bucks, like, you know, make it $30 or something like that. I don't know. I would totally do it. Like, if if you were paying 99 cents for each chapter, Mm -hmm. and each chapter is 20 pages, you go a full 12 issues instead of six make it into one trade or one hardcover yeah boom immediate 25 to 30 dollars right there and and you boost your numbers yeah yeah definitely if it's a hardcover i'm i'm willing to pay more for a hardcover because i know it's going to last longer opposed Mm -hmm. to you know soft covers or whatever trade covers and all that jazz um yeah i don't know i'm excited to see about it but again we're getting so much batman like yeah one other thing i i think we didn't talk about this but uh there's going to be a justice league digital first as well uh it's going to okay. be written by chip zadarsky the person who's writing daredevil right now oh, um, okay he's going to be uh there apparently the first story has to do with a uh with a trial a murder trial so mm-hmm. that'll be interesting um but i'm looking forward to chip being on the justice league for real um yeah. i would much rather him come in and be like on the flash like solo series or something mm-hmm. but seeing him do any dc project i think is pretty cool so there's that yeah also. you sent me something the other day did it get announced oh yeah it did get announced um okay. uh miracle molly is being de well 
not debuting, but she is coming back because she is mm-hmm. a former character that hasn't been seen in quite some time, um, is coming in uh, in Tynan's run of Batman. I think coming in March uh-huh. or April, one of the two. Um, <laughs> you just sit me who? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the fuck that is. I've never heard of her before. Um, nobody important, to be completely honest. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't care. To be completely honest, and yeah. of course, to make it even worth selling, they put there uh, on the cover it says um, featuring the adventures of Ghostmaker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about that either. Exactly. Um, Miracle Molly. I was just like, wait, is this like a revamp of Ruby Rocket or whatever her name is from the animated series? Like, I thought that's who it was. Like, you know, the chick that just has a rocket, like yeah, in one of the yeah. final seasons, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was her at first, and I was like, who the fuck is Miracle Molly? But I did notice with a lot of these uh, books that are going to be coming out in March and April, um, they're going old school format, 90s mm-hmm. format, and older with having each, like, it looks like each comic is going to have a backup story with other oh. characters. Dude, I just run through those backup stories. I don't give a shit. But here's the thing, though. Some of the backups in future state especially some mm-hmm. of the backups are better than the original story yeah and i want to know are they going to collect the backups in their own trade or do i have to buy a needless next batman to get that story you know like like in march mm-hmm. the cancerous bendis is going to be on justice league yeah. but ram v is going to be on justice league dark mm. so do i like, if I want to buy the trades of Justice League Dark, does that mean I have to buy the Justice League trade that's written yeah. by Bendis? Because if so, I'm not going to buy it. But yeah, if I can buy Justice League Dark separately, I'll do that. That's what I want to know. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, but uh, who knows? On to comic books. I lied. We're not going to comic books because uh, this actually got sent. You sent this to me after our last podcast, right? Literally, like right after we got this. There's going to be another future state book uh, where Red Hood is going to hunt the Bat family. Yeah, and oddly enough, it's not going to be during Future State. It's going to be a part of Infinite Frontier, but it's going to continue a Future State story. Yeah, uh, I think there was a lot of questions on whether or not you know, we will get a full story from Red Hood because throughout Future State, we've been getting small little tidbits of like, oh, he's a traitor. Oh, you know, he went to go work for the magistrate. Oh, you know, he's a he's a piece of shit. Like all of these different things saying by all the different Bat family characters. And we're like, okay, well, what did he do? Like other than working for the magistrate. And because in his small little uh, backup story that he got, he seemed like very tame for a Red Hood, you know. Yeah. Um. So now learning what that now learning that he was going to get a book, I'm sure we will get the background on like why he decided to go to the magistrate, whether yeah. it legitimately is like a full betrayal or if he's trying to do something on the inside, you know. Yeah, I'm very curious of what we're gonna get out of it. Um. I mean, it could be a fun book. I don't know who's writing it. I don't know if it's somebody that's done something really good before. But um, the Bat Family books have been hit or miss in Future State. Uh, but yeah, hunting down. Oh, I Wynn. think I think it's uh, I think it's Williamson. So the person who's been 
writing. Oh, Josh. Back. Yeah. He also yeah. wrote a whole bunch of metal. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, all right. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about it anymore then. Anyways, let's jump into comics now. Um, I guess starting off with Robin Eternal. So we were very opposite on this last time. I didn't like it. You didn't think it was that bad. After reading issue two, what do you think about it? After reading issue two, it's very weird. Like it wants to be this like grandiose thing. Mm -hmm. And very like, I don't even know if I can put to words what it wants to be. Um, Visuals, I feel like were kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But they were just moments, yeah. you know, almost like a Snyder. There was a lot of moments in here that I felt like, oh, you know, that could be something or all oh, that was really cool. But like this whole like inside his head thing, we know that la- the Lazarus pits fuck with people's heads. Like mm-hmm. we know this um, to kind of see on the inside what that looks like. OK, but it didn't really get to anything. Yeah. And that's the problem that I have with most of these endings for these future state books. It's just like, hey, we're going to stop. Yeah. And, you know, you you see this tease at the very end, um, which is instead of to be continued, it says um, uh, never the end. Yeah. And we'll get to that uh, when we get there. But I don't know. Like, I, I, I want there to be like a solid two issues of any future state book and it doesn't look like i'm getting it yeah no like this one i I didn't care for the book anyways and i was kind of like half-ass reading this and i was like i don't know i don't know and uh because i didn't care about this one sign language character obviously gave me no reason to care about this character apparently they are from other stuff but i don't know them so doesn't matter um obviously the stephanie brown and drake stuff i just don't care about either because i'm like dude you can do so much more with this and it's just the same old like it's the same shit every single time with them too and i i did think the like the seeing the lazarus pit stuff was kind of cool like the back and forth but at the very end we see drake fall to his like what you think is his death and then he does the classic like arm out of the fucking water thing. Yeah, it's and the he's... Uh, uh, the Excalibur type. You yeah, know, uh, hand out of the water thing. Yeah, it's the Dark Knight Rises hand, basically. Yeah. You know, he's been done that. And my thing is, well, the the first thing I thought about was, well, the Lazarus Pit just brings you back to life. It doesn't mean you're immortal. And so that annoyed me. Yeah, but, like, there's also this, like, weird sense of, like, what's it called? Well, well, Lazarus Pit doesn't make you immortal, but with this Lazarus resin, mm-hmm. they were mutating it to make fucking robots immortal. Yeah. So that's probably yeah, I what guess. they're trying to get at. But also... In the book, they say is not compatible with living uh, material like like humans, basically. Mm -hmm. And basically said, if any human gets it into their system, they're going to die. But at the I think in the middle of this. um, 
I just think the like idea it, of it using for like wear off. Yeah. And and Tim goes, what does he say? He says, uh, what does he say? He punches the uh, Peacekeeper 13 and he says, the resin, it's retreated to the edges. I feel it, but it's almost like something scared it away. What was it? Serotonin? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I feel like in the last like year or two, that word has been like used so much. I think, and it's more so like, Oh, I'm gonna sound smart. Like, yeah. Oh, you know when you're happy? That's serotonin. Yeah. Like, oh, a scientific word. Whoa, you know. And I guess it's supposed to be that like he has so much pent up aggression towards Batman. So when he Mm -hmm. socks this fucking illusion that he has, or this fucking uh, yeah yeah, illusion, yeah, um, which which is is the peacekeeper in this panel. Yeah, which is peacekeeper anyway. He was happy that he got to punch Batman. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wait, so as long as you're happy, the Lazarus pit has no effect on you. Okay. I guess. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I mean, I see what they were trying to do, right? Like, they were trying to make something interesting. And again, the Lazarus pit, like, conversation between the good and bad was kind of cool because it gave me, like, Batman ego vibes, which was a big thing. And I really liked that ego story by um, Darwin Cook. And, um, but I've said this a lot about Tim. He's the one character I don't give a shit about in the Bat Family. Like, I just don't give a shit about Tim Drake because I don't think he's that special. For those of you who can't hear me, I am shaking my head. I just, tell me why he's so special. Because I want to, tell me why. So, For one, I think the number one thing that everybody loves about him is that he is like a true detective on his own. He found Mm -hmm. out who Batman was. He found out who Nightwing was. That is my problem with him, right? So check this out. And I know, and this is the comic book world, so people are going to be like, that's bullshit, bro. I can't believe it's comic book world. And I get it. We give children like these superhuman like abilities or whatever, right? My thing with the, and I guess this is probably why I've never really liked him. They've always been, that's the go-to. Dude, he found out who Batman was when he was so young. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Detectives can do that. Tim Drake, child, is able to find out who Batman is. Why has nobody else in a world of super crazy smart people have been able to find out Batman? Because Tim is that No, I don't (laughs) believe it. It's just not believable to me. Because, like, how is Lex Luthor never found out? How is like fucking, you know, uh, fucking Mr. Terrific, like all of these other people that are smarter than Tim have not found out who Batman is. You know what I mean? And I think that's my biggest gripe with it. Like, look, we can do fucking, you know, Dick Grayson was an acrobat. Then he was trained by Batman. That's why he's so badass. You know what I mean? Fucking. I don't ever think that Red Hood is the best martial artist or anything. He was trained by Batman. He was just a fucking hood that fucking, you know, I was like, all right, I got trained by Batman and I got killed because I'm a dumbass. And he always makes mistakes. And then they try to give Drake this like different personality. And I just, I, I don't know, man. Everybody always goes to, he found out who Batman was. And I'm like, it's just, I don't buy it, man. Like that's well, been the it, biggest thing about it. And I think it. the thing is, it was so long ago with that. Yeah. That was mid 80s like this is basically your childhood but Mm -hmm. like before you were like really digging into comments of course so i think it's just like an age thing 
I think that, you know, when you started to read comics, who was Robin when you started to read comics? Damien, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Damien. And so you got to know who Damien was. Of course, you I hated I, Damien at the start. Dude, like, Damien was a little bitch. Like, yeah. from the moment he came into this fucking world. But, you know, I think it's just this thing that because Tim Drake always stayed Robin, Robin, I, Robin. <laughs> he stayed Robin. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because, because he hasn't really evolved. Of course, he was Red Robin for mm-hmm. for quite some time, but he was always attached to the Robin mantle. And I think that's why a lot of people are just like, ah, whatever. He's always he's always a sidekick, you know, mm-hmm. but I think he has made himself his own character. But he's always wanted to stay close to Batman because he feels like Batman always needs somebody. Yeah. You know, which I also think is a really cool characteristic of Tim Drake. The thing is, though, is and they kind of put it out there in this comic is I don't like how they're trying to say. And I think they try to do this to make him more of a significant Batman character. But they're always like, he's the one that could truly be Batman. I'm like, no fuck out of here that's dick grayson like get out of here we saw that but we've never and and that's the thing also we've never seen it you know yeah um from what we have seen is um in the battle of the cow he attempted like everybody attempted to be robin um didn't work out uh yeah everybody tried to to be batman didn't work out um but the very next thing we saw was him become one of your random favorite characters that came out of rebirth was um oh yeah uh fucking fuck something x or or the special something i can't uh, remember his name yeah i, I, I remember know. his design because it looks so much yeah. like midnighter and he just looked like a badass yeah but he became this person that was obsessed with like correcting the timeline yeah. you know um but he was willing to kill which makes that as a batman fan makes him not the best batman because he yeah. was trying to kill fucking Connor. Or not yeah. Connor, uh, uh, fucking John. Yeah. So there's that. But then also we have to remember, in a timeline, he was thrust into the future and became Batman Beyond for quite some time. Yeah. So yeah, he, he did get his chance to be Batman. So that's cool within itself. But I, I don't know. It's just this thing of him having, like, the the true essence and heart of a Robin that's always like, yeah, that's awesome. But it's also because he's never had the chance to be anything else for me is like, I want him to be something else, but that's also what makes him the best Robin because he's been Robin for so much longer than anybody else. You want to know the sad truth about Tim Drake and why he's not that interesting or he's not that biggest one is because nothing really big or tragic has happened to him. They tried to make him the cleanest Robin Later on, later on, but his parents were alive when he first showed up. When he first like, showed up, yes. Yes. When he first showed up, yes. And then you Every just recently other, read yeah. spoilers for another old-ass comic, but you just recently read Identity Crisis. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's when he changed happened. there. But, like, again, when we got introduced to everybody else, they've had tragic stories, right? So they're they're memorable, Whereas fucking Tim, I feel like, oh, he found out who Batman is. His parents are alive. Like, what the fuck's his problem? Like, how is he how is he part of the Bat family? Everybody in this family has problems, but Tim's a good kid. Like Exactly, you know what I mean? which is also one of those things that's like he could be better than us because he has it so good. 
you know, which well, is see, almost the idea of what Jason had towards mm-hmm. Dick Grayson. He's like, yeah, your parents died, but you have everything. You have a father that loves you, Bruce Wayne, and like all of this other stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's what Jason is usually like. Of course, now they've come to terms with everything, but really yeah. early on, Jason was always the kind of the the dick towards Dick. You know, yeah. I would argue that he's the one. If anybody was ever going to break, would be him because he hasn't been through crazy shit before. To be honest, Dick lost his parents. Fucking Jason lost, died. Uh, fucking Barbara has a murderous brother that, depending on what story you read, I believe killed his mom or made yeah. his mom leave at least. And so, like everyone in the Bat family has a fucked up story, except for Tim. And I wouldn't. I've always. I would have been like. Of course, they just fucking make red hood the bad guy all the time i would love to see a story where tim turned but then everybody would be like eh, it's like wally west why'd you make him a bad guy um but i mean it's just because he hasn't he there's not a solidified story right because we see it just in recent stuff sometimes his parents are alive and sometimes they're not yeah like we need to solidify his fucking origin but and i think that's again infinite frontier is not gonna let that happen because oh no i know that but you know i i i was listening to a podcast uh jim weird science dc podcast um he made a really good point um with uh future state and even uh the infinite frontier that's going to happen in march Mm -hmm. in future state we kept saying oh these are all in their own bubble nothing is connected but books have clearly shown that they are connected yeah so there is a timeline but dc has not shown us as readers what the timeline is they Mm -hmm. haven't been very transparent in that way so in saying that infinite frontier is not supposed to be hey you can write whatever the fuck you want because of what the ending of death metal was the ending Mm -hmm. of death metal said hey everything matters so the continuity is linear from the very beginning of comics and action comics number one to now everything matters. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, DC sees that as now you can write whatever the fuck you want. And that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately that's what we're probably going to get for like the next year and a half or so. Yeah. I think they stick with it for two years is usually what they do. Cause it's like, by a year and a half, they'll realize it sucks. And then they need six months to correct it to do mm-hmm. the next thing. So we'll have two years of some other bullshit that's going to... Dr. Manhattan's going to come and be like, y'all fucked up everything. I'm just going to put it all back into place, blah, blah. And Snyder's going to come back and be like, I got this story, guys. I got this story. Fucking Bat-Hatton comes back, right? And then it'll get some <laughs> stupid shit. It's like, so whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know um so yeah that was robin eternal uh i didn't read titans so you got to carry yeah. this one so i did read this one this one was actually like yeah it, it was fun it was interesting but again talking about a linear story this book connects with the flash as well as shazam both in the future state titles mm-hmm. so there is a bigger story here and if you want to know the full story, you have to read uh, Shazam, Flash, both one and two. But okay. the thing is, Flash, or, or sorry, 
Uh, Flash 1 and 2 have already come out. Shazam 1 has come out. And both Teen Titans have come out. Mm-hmm. Shazam 1 is after this book, but it came out before already. Like oh, the okay. timeline of how these books are being released do not match with the actual linear story. So that's what makes it very confusing. But uh, in here, this is basically um, the fight against the four horsemen of the apocalypse is what mm. we are learning about, um, which Wally West has turned into famine. So that's why he's all evil and killing people in the flashbook. Um, But there's this huge mystery about like, what the fuck is going on? We actually learned that Dick Grayson was actually teaming up with Deathstroke for quite some time. And his name was actually Deathwing for a while. Hmm. And then of course there's Cybeast who is Cyborg and uh, Beast Boy. And the Beast Boy part of that was like, Oh wow! I would have gone with Dick Stroke is what he's trying to say, but then but then Cyborg says, "Dude, grow up, man!" Like in the middle of him trying to say Dick yeah. Stroke. So I thought that was hilarious. Um, we don't get a confirmation on who Red X is throughout this okay. entire thing, but I I think it's still Damien. There is a weird room or rumor or theory that it might actually be uh, Roy Harper, um, even though he is dead after death metal. But of course, anything could change or whatnot. So there is that. Um, But basically... Didn't Roy die in Heroes in Crisis? Yes. But that's what I mean. Like with this whole thing with how people are... How the writers are taking that is just like, oh, we can write whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So like i said just all out battle um some of the panel progression wasn't great but the art is awesome i i love the art in here um and basically raven sacrifices herself as a host of all four horsemen of the apocalypse and the only way to uh hold her is to leave her in the rock of eternity hmm. so Shazam uh, takes her to the Rock of Eternity, uh, so that way uh, she cannot hurt anybody, or the Four Horsemen cannot hurt anybody. Yep. But before they go, the Four Horsemen actually possess uh, some of the Titans, and they're actually going after, I think, Brick, while Shazam is going through the portal to the Rock of Eternity. So we have no fucking idea what happens to those characters. Yeah, Like, if they go through the portal... Does like the curse or whatever on those Titans disappear? Do they continue to be cursed and then eventually kill everybody? Like we don't know. So, but like I said, this story actually continues in Shazam uh, number one of Future State, which has already come out. But hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the art. Um, yeah, it looks cool from what I'm looking of, at. Uh, you know the the big thing here is that. Uh, they modified the H dial to, you know, the whole thing with the H dial is you just uh, dial H for hero. And then like, of course, you just turn into whatever yeah. they modified it to where you can actually um, summon heroes. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea was there is a scene in here where they are visiting Miguel's grave. Miguel was, of course, the one who held the, the H dial. And he says, uh, they say, 
that uh where was it shoot basically saying that miguel once said that when a hero dies they don't really go they're always Mm -hmm. they're always there with you and the spirit of each hero actually goes into the hero verse which we all know is inside the h dial Mm -hmm. so red x to fight off the four horsemen of the apocalypse dials titans and all the spirits of the deceased titans actually come out of the h dial and help fend off the four horsemen so we see donna we see wally um we see miguel we even see miguel's hero form Mm -hmm. um when he does actually become a hero so we saw like both of them um it was it was a really cool scene like legitimately i think it looked really really cool um so that was a really cool spin on the h dial so but overall it was it was a fun little story so nice yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I didn't watch this was because um, for some reason during this whole future state stuff, our guy that sends us books has been sending us two weeks in advance. And I read all of next week's books. And I was all like, <laughs> I was all damn. I was like, I could have swore we just read some of these. I was like, holy crap. And um, so I read Batcat. I read um, <laughs> I read Batcat. I read uh, number four of Batman, the next Batman. I read Catwoman. And I read Nightwing. So I was all like, Damn it, okay. you've read Nightwing already? I read everything because I thought son it was of, this week's. And then bitch. I was all like, damn. I was like, this doesn't make sense. This this folder says 16 on it. I was like, it's not the 16th. And I was like, oh, fuck, I read the wrong week. And so I had to read a bunch more books today. And I just didn't get to the Titans one. And so I was like, all right, whatever. Clay will carry that one. One thing I did skim through that is on this week is there's that, you know, DC always does like a holiday book and there's Mm -hmm. the Valentine's one in there. There was a few different books that dealt with Gotham city, but um, the, the Catwoman Batman one sucked. Like it wasn't really, I didn't read it at all. So it was just like um, matches. There's like uh, Zeus was getting married um, or like, I forget what his name is uh, in the actual Batman verse, but he's basically like a Zeus character. And um, he's uh, he's getting married on a boat or something like that, or I think he just got married or engaged or something like that. And Catwoman is there, and Matches Malone is there. So it is like the who's who of villains were invited to this like fucking yacht party, you know? And Matches has been putting um, tracers on everybody. And Riddler finds out. He's like, so I saw Matches Malone touch my cane, and there was a tracer on it. And he starts telling all the other villains. There's like a dancing scene or whatever with Matches and Catwoman. And Riddler calls them out. And right when they're about to find out who Matches is or whatever, Catwoman's like, he did exactly what I told him to do. And they're like, oh, so you're trying to rob us. And she's like, of course I am. And so like, it's starting to get, Matches ends up getting like blown off the boat by Zeus. And then of course he comes back as Batman. And they catch like a lot of the villains. And that's kind of what happens. The one thing that was notable about this, but I still think is kind of dumb was they kind of tried to go back to like talking about Tom King's shit with the wedding. And I was like, you don't fucking touch Tom King stuff. Okay. This doesn't count. This is a shit ass thing. Don't even talk about it. And um, yeah. So like they're on top of a balcony or whatever. And let's see, let's see. He's like, if we go through with, um, Oh, cause like since the wedding broke out and it was just like a big shit show at the end, she makes the comment. She's like, I feel like if we would have got married, our wedding would have kind of ended the same. And she was like, Oh, I'm sorry. A sore subject. And he's like, it's fine. 
Uh, you called it off because you felt being together wouldn't allow me to be what I need to be, what I am. And then getting to be with you like that, no rules, no limits. I think I think being uh, with me would also keep from being who you are, closed off and a big part of the person I, and then like they kiss. And I'm like, no. What? No. Yeah. So he's basically saying it's better that they're not married because they they can be both their full potential. When Tom I can be is, I can be sad and brooding. Yeah, and you when can we just got the whole thing Catwoman. Yeah, with fucking Tom King where he said they're better together. They went through this for like 20 issues and finally came back together and said like we're is better together. Is still working at fucking I Disney? have no fucking idea how long ago this was. But um yeah, so they did some stupid shit there and I was like no. That's not canon. Fuck out of here. Uh, but there was like there was a bunch of other superheroes that have love stories. But they did one with Poison Ivy and uh, Harley Quinn, which I didn't read, but I did flip through it. It was kind of like you know, it seemed like they were going through some good memories and stuff like that. But Harley's like dying at the end of it, and she's like old and dying. So they kind of did like the Bruce Selina thing when he died in the in the you know freaking annual. Yeah, and Harley. Uh, Ivy pulls out these two pills basically and she's like this can save us but we'll be new people and so they both take these pills and um, she says like I wouldn't mind being somebody new so I can do things a little differently this time and um, and then I think she asked her like oh what would you do and then it ends with like her saying I'd find you earlier and then like Ivy's just kissing her on the forehead and then it, it kind of ends so I was like that's kind of cool um but yeah so those are the only two notable like love stories out of that whole thing um because i don't think there was i don't think there was one about like dick grayson and oh yeah there was oh there was one about dick grayson and starfire but i'm more of a barbara and dick grayson person so i didn't give a fuck about that story <laughs> so <laughs> i didn't give a shit about it um so what do you want to go to next are we going to talk rorschach or are we going to talk the doctor tech the, the dark detective we'll do dark detective last but the thing about Rorschach, I have a big question about it because I read this, not going to lie, I read it like half asleep because I had already read like five other books and I was like, fuck, I got to read more books. And so I started reading this and I enjoy it. Obviously, Tom King, super biased about this. I was confused with kind of, I guess, the ending or like I was confused why he lied to his supervisor. I think he's lying. Because, like, okay, so here's the big thing. Now that we know now mm-hmm. that this this governor who's running for president is now fucking crazy and almost a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. who's the Trump of this fucking story? Yeah, well, the is thing it is... Is it him or is it Redford? Yeah, the thing is, this guy is a conservative so i would have to assume he's the trump of the story okay but yeah that throws me off too because like when they're talking about redford they're talking about him being like a bad guy that took away wages and did all of this stuff and i i must that's what i mean this is now this is now a story of Whenever you talk politics in this story in particular, yeah, this is a double-edged fucking sword. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. 
Yeah, I would assume he is the the Trump character out of this. But the biggest thing we got in here is we found out that he fought with the comedian. Comedian, yeah. Yeah, like he's Vietnam. an old school Vietnam vet. And uh, that's why they're trying to like, they're trying to say this. Granted, he can't be a Trump character because Trump dodged fucking Vietnam. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's where the creative freedom comes in. Um, <laughs> you know, try to make him seem a little bit cooler than he actually was. But uh, yeah, so like our detective, we, we start off meeting with, he's meeting with the supervisor. And he's like, look, Turley is going off the deep end. And I think he can win this shit if he just, if you don't feed his ego, basically. Like yeah. we got to keep him under wraps, which is a very big thing about Trump. If you guys lived in America, I know we have some viewers outside of America, but that was the biggest thing here. A lot of people are like, we just got to keep him somewhat under control to where he doesn't blow this thing hardcore now do you think he lied to his supervisor because he thinks that this guy may have more connections to kovacs since he like i know that he only met comedian once mm -hmm. and then he saw him a second time like yeah. there was no actual confrontation on the second on the second time around like i don't know if he thinks that like or like and see and this is where it confuses me because clearly uh they were out to kill him yeah meaning that you know this idea that redford ordered them to kill him mm -hmm. it's possibly not true yeah because of course we know as americans unfortunately with this whole thing that happened literally just a month ago mm -hmm. that Trump didn't say, Hey, we need to go kill these people. Yeah. He said all this other stuff and it incited that violence. Yeah. So we know that Tom King definitely talks with, to us through our own politics, through these books. For sure. So with everything that's been going on within those, the last four years, of course he is speaking to us in volumes and saying, these people are crazy and they will do what they think needs to be done via their political views or what they just believe in, you know, just what they believe in. Yeah. So I can't sit here and say, oh yeah, that's totally, that's totally true that Redford, you know, had these people try to kill him mm -hmm. because they're just batshit crazy. Yeah. But with Turley also now being, a nervous batshit crazy person also i have no idea where this book is going to turn yeah yeah it's 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 adding a lot more questions which i do like because even in there even in the detective thing like he is a guy that's like i'm not going to tell you it's yes or no because was this the one this is the one about the Mueller report right if i'm not mistaken or was no, that the Mueller the, report is strange adventures okay this is about the presidency. Yes. Okay. Um, but we do know from the Mueller report one was he was just stating facts and people were like, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, I'm giving you the straight up answers. And people were deciding to pick what is true and what isn't. Um, now that's what this detective is doing. I feel like this detective is like a Mueller and he's just like straight up, like, this is what happened. I cannot confirm nor deny any of this because i don't have the you know efficient evidence to, to tell you yes or no 
And that's what he's telling the president and his boss. He's like, look, man, I can confirm that she met with this guy. I don't know what her connection is to him or how she came about him, but she could have been like a, a viewer of his or like a, you know, a fan of his, something like that. She was like, I confirm that she has told people that she sees Rorschach in them and convinces them to work with her. Like he's been able to, the stuff we've read, basically, he kind of recapped it. He was like, but I can't confirm where she's getting these ideas or what the case is or if she is a supporter of so-and-so. You know what I mean? Um, so he's not able to confirm if Red, he's, he's basically not able to confirm the Redford conspiracy that Tully has. Yeah. Dude, the flashback of Jacobs shooting Laura mm -hmm. in that red silhouette oh, looks so good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And did you get the vibes that Jacobs is a part of the problem? I don't think he's a part of the problem. I just think it's one of those like, oh, I'm going to be a hard ass just to be a hard ass. You know? Yeah, because the the thing that makes me question, um, like, I think the de detective is suspicious of him because if, if I'm not mistaken, he was very curious about how they were able to shoot her and know exactly where she was before she got a shot off. Because, like, again, we don't know who called them, right? Like, somebody called them. Oh, that's true. Right? And so when he's there, he's being searched, and this guy's like, I'm going to get real personal with this search, so you might not like it. And he's like, do whatever you need to do. And he's like, are you wearing a wire? Because if you're wearing a wire, it's going to get worse if I find out. And he's like, he's being like a hard ass. And this guy's like, you were the lead Secret Service team that took down uh, Merson and Cummings, right? Uh, back in Los Angeles, you saved uh, Turley. So I think the detective is trying to find out, like, how did you do that? Like, how did you know that they were to where to fucking be? Because I think they shot through like the wall or some shit to kill her. Well, well no, no, no. they shot they shot through the wall or no, no, Rorschach shot through the wall to get yeah. the police officers. Okay, That's what okay. we saw the, in the first issue. Yeah, and then we see that um, he then he gets shot in the head. That was like yeah. the opening scenes of the book or whatever. Mm -hmm. So. Here, it's very unclear because we know that the supervisor of this detective was the one that was being, uh, that was contacted first. Mm -hmm. And so then he told the CIA that, of course, the Secret Service, CIA, whatever, that was at that event. And then they were able to find her. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if it's just like a, like, hey, just off the chance we were looking and we saw this person on the catwalk yeah. or if he in fact is part of it and maybe Laura was always meaning to be a martyr. Yeah. To the it's possible because like, and the thing too is they're keeping the assassination under wraps, right? Yes. Um, so if he was working for, let's say Redford, no, I mean, if he, he's obviously working for Tully. So, like, I don't know, because you would think, like, oh, I mean, they don't want to do the conspiracy thing because they have no evidence, right? Like, that, that'll mm -hmm. be, like, you know, you, don't, you just don't do that kind of shit unless you have true evidence. But I figured if they had a hard evidence, they would say it, like, look, he tried to get assassinated. He should win this election. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, which is why I would say that he works for Turley yeah. through and through, and then through back word channels or whatever they were able to find laura in her yeah. craziness and be like she would be the perfect person 
yeah to get me into the presidency by attempting yeah. to kill me yeah and we blame it all on redford yeah we'll see what happens because now um, we're the conspiracy theorists oh no yeah. <laughs> that's how it works but yeah, I mean, it, it leads you to question why this detective who's been by the books for so long lied to his boss about the Redford thing. Yeah. And it's not like a hardcore Redford thing because he's like, he's literally talking to this possible next president on the shitter. And he's all like, dude, it's when, of the- when, when he was like, come on, come in here. I was like, oh, dude, it's a trap. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and then like he opens the door and he's just taking a shit. And I'm like, yeah. are we for real? Like what? No, the fuck is I this? I had a feeling it was gonna be that from the start. I was like, because that's just like a classic like noir thing or just random ass scene, you know? Um, like in movies, I feel like there's always a random ass scene like that. But yeah, it it does make me curious. And at the same time, the very final page is this detective leaving the bar with Rorschach and what's her name by his side, and they're just all laughing. Rorschach and and uh, what's her name are laughing. Or, yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's just more there. so because, like, he lied. Yeah. And they know because they're in his head. And yeah. he has them in his head. And they're laughing because, of course, it's supposed to symbolize they know something that we don't, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm getting very curious because this is, what, book five now? Y- um, yes. I wanna- yeah, book five. I'm getting curious if this is going to lead him into insanity and becoming a Rorschach. Dude, I thought about that at the end uh-huh. with that whole laughing thing. I don't know if I would like it. Yeah, it would depend on because how it plays it, out. I feel like that would just be a huge, like, just a trope to, yeah. to fall into. And I don't, sure. I don't want King to really do that. Yeah, I don't think he will. I feel like he's very... Um, he sees a lot of that kind of shit all the time. So he's not someone who usually does stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it's always a possibility. You never know. Because, like, there is always those moments where the writer starts to fall off. You know, it's mm-hmm. very rare that they don't. Fuck, they always produce bangers. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, uh, I enjoyed it. I was just very confused. I was like, why would he lie to his boss? So, you know, it's adding some very interesting things um, to the uh, to the story. So yeah uh let's see let's see and then now uh i wrote down nightwing but that's next week um <laughs> so let's see then now we have uh the detective what did you think of this <sighs> mariko tamaki really needs to step up her game yeah i don't know if it was the writing of like let's say dialogue mm-hmm. the pace of the book i don't know what it was of course art is always on point dan mora is my boy i love him i really love like although we're not getting much from the actual next batman to actually see bruce wayne's batman or dark detective mm-hmm. next to the next batman looked sick and even dan mora posted a like um sketch and incomplete uh yeah a sketch of the of this whole encounter it looks amazing like i i cannot wait to have dan mora on a book like every single freaking every other week mm-hmm. for detective comics coming march so that will be fun but i'm not getting anything from from this like this 
it's the two Batman books. And yes, we're getting more out of this one than we are in the Dark Detect and in the next Batman. Yeah. But as far as like me getting excited from the words that I'm reading, it isn't happening. Now, yeah. I know the process of what what is going on, but I feel like she's digging too far deep into like I would say like old school Batman because mm-hmm. it's like oh, uh like just just the line of like oh, I'm going to I'm going to use some tech of yeah. these old swimming goggles with tech that I found. I'm like if you're going to describe something, make mm-hmm. it better than tech, you know? Yeah. Like, cause that's just a cop out. I don't think that's really anything. You yeah. could have just said, oh, I'm going to put on these goggles. Same mm-hmm. thing. Um, and of course there is this, you know, this whole thing that it ends with the idea of these nanobots find or security, whatever, actually finding him. That was pretty cool. I did yeah. like that. Um, you know, uh, I can't remember his name, but the senile old man, mm-hmm. I, I, the, the aliens, the aliens and i think it's hilarious because you live in a universe where aliens coexist you Mm -hmm. know martian manhunter was on the justice league like you have aliens in this universe i don't know why you're freaking out about them yeah um but i understand people are some people are just old school and Mm -hmm. you know you can you, you just can't change those people which is why his daughter or whatever is like aliens are rare and don't care about you like was basically yeah. what she was saying like they're they're doing other things they're 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 better off than just like spying on you in particular mm. um but i mean i hope she really kicks it with this with the last issue um at the very end of this month um but there's not really anything else other than that man like just like i said the dialogue isn't there for me yeah yeah i feel that um yeah it was written very uh i should say it was drawn very well uh i love the silhouette of like basically Times square um with the girl and the cat which i don't know if he was trying to symbolize catwoman there or just randomly paying homage Dude, to it that one what. looked really weird because like you get this scene of this woman like oh my god he's been shot and like i don't know who she's talking to or mm-hmm. if she's just like yelling i'm like if you were in that scenario and you're in a house all by yourself, would you be talking to yourself? Like, that's just weird. But then it almost seemed like she ran out of the house just to stand on the balcony. Like the transition of the panels was just really weird, but I do love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not her. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. But it almost looked like it. And I was just like, that's weird because I I expected that silhouette to be like yelling something Mm -hmm. like somebody help or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Just a different transition. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying the panel progression didn't hit exactly the way she probably wanted it to, but it's mm-hmm. still a gorgeous looking panel. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, basically the whole story, because we haven't really said anything about it, was Bruce essentially finds out that two companies that would have been involved in making the magistrates little mini surveillance things, which is Wayne Tech and some other tech, both of the CEOs have just so happened to be killed recently in Bruce Wayne and this new guy that just got his head blown off. And usually what happens with these kind of things is these new companies kill the people that know a lot about this kind of tech because they don't they want to clean up a lot of loose ends. They don't want to be like, oh yeah, there's this like crazy tech that's out there that spies on you that can be in your house watching you take a shit, doing all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like the magistrate doesn't want anybody to know that. 
And that's kind of what Bruce finds out later on, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he finds out that these are these little surveillance things are in everybody's homes. So like, we're doing a podcast right now. They would be in our rooms watching us do this podcast. Like, that's how crazy these things are. And so um, he's freaking out about it, which I always love the double standard of Batman, where uh, he would definitely use this tech 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. But like, you know, he has a little bit more self-control where it's not in everybody's fucking house. It's just like, I'm going to do it to the bad guy. And like, you know... And so that's when he starts putting everything together. We find out that the daughter of the old senile man essentially works for the magistrate. It seems what it looks like. And she's being followed at all times, I guess. Because he's like, why is there these six things following the magistrate? And then since he's been, he captured some of this crazy tech that's been following everybody. And he's been working on it. And I guess it gave off a signal. And that is where they've been able to find him. Yeah. And now he's just like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah, the... The meeting between Bruce and Joyce was not that big. It, it was, looked cool. It, it, it looked cool, but the interaction in itself was actually pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Why didn't Batman beat his ass and steal his suit? Like, like, he, like this whole thing of like, oh, it's a it's about a symbol, not a person. And mm -hmm. then he uh Jace is like, um, uh, what does he say? Stay home tomorrow night or whatever. And Bruce yeah. was like, oh, I pretty much invented that line. I'm like, that's yeah. not something Bruce would say. No, no. Yeah. And and it's not it's not a thought. He literally says it. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, if he would have thought it. OK, I let thought things slide a lot more. I let captions slide a lot more than I do actual words. And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not about that because Bruce again, or I should say Batman, not Bruce. Batman is a man of very little words. Um, yes. out in the world unless he's talking to dick or somebody else like that he knows he's a man of very little words when it comes to new people unless it is in thought he is yes. always thinking mm -hmm. and that's why a majority of this like i understand like mariko tamaki has that part but it's the dialogue even yeah. when thinking you gotta you gotta know what batman would think exactly and a lot of this stuff just doesn't hit for me like i think there's a I think one of at one moment where he is like trying to catch the bots or whatever, mm -hmm. one actually finds him and he says, latest development. Like, yeah, what? It, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. I, I was kind of very confused by that. And of course, that is when you see him interact with uh, Jace. So, yeah, I think she I, just needs to work on her dialogue just a little bit more because there's moments where I'm like, that is cool. I like yeah. that. But then. It's just the words that are on the page that are just like, oh, man. It's, oh, yeah. So frustrating. I just, and it sucks too because we're dealing with two. We're dealing with John Ridley, right? And we're dealing with this one. She made uh, Joyce a little bit more like imposing, which I can understand that. But like, you should be playing off of what Ridley's doing. And granted, I can't talk about next week, but like, we finally get some revelations, guys um so like teaser. out of fucking yeah teaser <laughs> um but anyways like when i was reading that for next week i was like okay i'm starting to see this guy's personality right but then i'm reading it here and i'm like this is totally different like and it just clashes see and and that's why i i need more collaboration and not mm. less which is what yeah. again we're gonna be 
beating this dead horse, but I think we need to in order for DC to know what we think so that way it changes. Yeah. Infinite Frontier is not what they think it is or what it should be, you know? Yeah. And I just want to say this. Dan Mora making the next Batman fucking, like, spawn here. The cape looks gorgeous. Yeah, no, it looks pretty dope. It's unfortunate that character's not great. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, for him to look this good in this page, it's like, I want to know about that guy. But that guy is not who we are getting in the next Batman book. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's very different. Like I said, they made him look very imposing here. He's not very imposing. Like, he's just not that kind of person. And I just don't understand, why is Bruce so tame here? Like, this is a guy that's been able to take down fucking superman all of these other people right like he's the badass like that's why he's one of the trinity because he's one of the like biggest threats in the world he knows it and he's so tame here just because he doesn't have his gadgets are we making him iron man now like i mean is he like is he aged he doesn't look aged but like is he like that's what i'm that's what i mean it's just like there is such a different personality with bruce now that he is like oh the world thinks i'm dead like Dude, the world has thought you were dead several times. Yeah. And you've never acted this way. Yeah. So. Again, and, you know, again, I think we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. But even in next week, this Bruce is different than the one you see in Catwoman. So I'm just like, why aren't they talking to each other in these fucking books, man? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Um, And yeah, if this is what we're going to get in Frontier, it's, it's kind of disheartening, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But, you know, we'll always have Black Label, hopefully. Um, you know, uh, next week, we're discontinuing Black Label after our current run. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, shit, I'm not buying any DC ever again. Um, but, yeah, that's it for the comics this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, like I said, I read next week by accident. Uh, and I think it'll be some cool stuff to read. So, Clay will have this week to read it. I'll probably reread a couple of them just so I don't fucking forget over a two-week span or whatever. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, we got, what, two more weeks? Right? Um, that's it? For Future State? Yeah. Yeah. Two more weeks. So, yeah, so the next Batman will end next week, right? Because that was issue four, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes that is the end. And then we get yeah. and then we get the uh, second sun in April or March. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's gonna, we'll see. The, the experiment's been fun, but I think it's just so much inconsistency that has not made me really care about it. Um, but Nightwing, Catwoman have been fun to read. The Titans, that first issue was fun to read. And there's been some interesting things in the Batman books, but they're just not hidden, right? So we'll see how, see how they go. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Besides all of that, what do you got going on this week besides making a bunch of cups? Um, other than that, not much. Of course, I am always on the Comic Book Legion podcast and the um, Weird Science Marvel podcast. So check that out. Um, next week, I do have an episode of the Ranger Alliance coming out. So go check that out. Uh, we'll say um, the new series introduced a new green ranger and the identity of that green ranger actually came out this week. So go pick that up. If you haven't already mighty Morphin number four, really, really good. 
I, Is that I will, to David Frank. No, I, I will. <laughs> I will say this. I called it. I knew who this person was without even reading any spoilers or anything else. I guessed it, and I was right. So I'll give myself a pat on the back for that. Um, nice. But other than that, um, nothing. I, I am just. I, I know. Well, I don't know, but I am fully expecting to sell out of cups in the mm-hmm. first week, and nice. I feel like I'm not prepared. Like Ooh. you can see in my camera. Like it's a mess in here. It's a do you do you have like a quantity of like, hey guys, this is how many we have, and when we sell out, we sell out. Like, does your store say like you can put a certain amount that you have? Yeah, I, I have like a certain amount of each cup mm-hmm. that I am selling, whether it be like because I I'm selling them by individual color. Yeah. Um, so they have a number of of cups. Mm-hmm. So when they sell out, they sell out. Okay. Um, so nobody can buy one after like this system exactly. shut it's down okay yeah, yeah cool so we shall see how yeah. it all goes um i like i said i am not 100 percent sure i am fully prepared um because mm-hmm. i am expecting it to fucking boom just because of how the Zack snyder justice league fans are yeah um so we we will see and hopefully you haven't we... finished all of them so you still have a shitload to make well it's 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 custom made. So you okay. choose the color and then you choose the color of the vinyl. And then I, make uh, it. Okay. I can't just like make a whole bunch of like the different vinyls and then hope somebody orders that one, you know? Yeah. So damn, hopefully not everybody goes for black because <laughs> you're going to run out fast. Oh, Oh, <laughs> uh, I have something to tell you like after, okay. after we, all right. This, but yeah um all right ladies and gents so uh for me uh you can always check me out on my youtube uh on the reaction channel or the gaming channel of course you can check me out on twitch i have about 20 tiktoks stacked right now i'm still trying to make more because i just want to be able to release a bunch of tiktoks over time um so definitely go follow me there uh content's been a little sporadic lately just because i haven't been feeling 100 percent. i don't really know what's uh what it is i don't know if my eyes are strained or what it is like but, you know, it is. So content might be a little sporadic here and there. Reaction channel, good for this week. Will be probably be good for next week as well. But, yeah, we'll be streaming tomorrow on Friday if this is already up. Definitely come hang out on the Twitch stream. But, yeah, you can always check out the link tree for me or Clay to keep up with where we're at. Uh, but that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman is awesome.